Welcome to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. At Village, we seek to be shaped by the life of Christ, to practice authentic friendship, and serve the world. You're invited to join us at either our Mission Campus or our Antioch Campus. For now, we hope you hear a word for your own life in this sermon. Our scripture reading today is from the letter of James, chapter 3, verses 13-18. But before we read, let us pray. God, open our hearts and minds to your holy world and help us grow our understandings of you and seek your heavenly wisdom. Amen. Who is wise and understanding among you? Show by your good life, and your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable. (laughs) gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality and hypocr- or hypocrisy. And a harvest of righteousness is sound in peace for those who make peace. The grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of our God shall stand forever. Amen. Good morning. My name is Ellie Patterson. I am a freshman at Scion, and I went to the middle school mission trip to Omaha this summer. I signed up to go to Omaha on a whim. My mom was the one who suggested I do it. It was just something fun that would get me out of the house for a while. I didn't realize at the time how much I'd get out of it. And I did have a lot of fun. We sang karaoke to Taylor Swift in the vans, and laughed on the floor from KJ's Pharaoh Pharaoh antics. We went outside to watch two different fireworks shows that were going on for no apparent reason. There was frog catching and friendship bracelet making. A lot of friendship bracelet making. We had a trip to the zoo where I bought a stone tortoise. It's very cute. Each day before we set out to volunteer, Zach would talk about the parables of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and the lost son. These stories demonstrate how God comes after us all individually when we run away from him and how he celebrates once we are found. In the parable of the lost sheep, a shepherd who has 100 sheep loses one. He goes off in search of it, leaving the other 99. When he finds it, he goes around and invites all of his friends to party because he has found the sheep. In the parable of the lost coin, A woman who has ten coins loses one and turns over the entire house to find it. When she does, she goes around and tells all of her friends that she has found the coin that was lost. In the parable of the lost son, there is a man with two sons. His younger son asks for his inheritance and sets off into the world. He squanders all his money on useless things and ends up penniless, until a famine comes and he finds himself living in terrible conditions he realizes that he would be better off as a servant to his father. 
So he, he returns to his father and asks for a job. But his father dresses him in fine clothes and invites all of his friends to party because his son has returned. The older son, who has stayed and worked the whole time, is resentful of the treatment of his wayward brother. His father doesn't understand and simply celebrates his son's return. Now I'd like to add one more. There was a mother mouse who had 11 children. They were all very young and could not leave her side. And it came to be that their home was disturbed by a group of well-meaning humans. The mother mouse ran away, but in her haste she lost five of her children. When she had settled the rest, the mother mouse came back for her offspring, one by one, until all were safe. I base this parable on something that happened in Omaha. We were cleaning up a shed that had been destroyed in a flood. The mice were living in a firecracker, and it was quite a shock to everyone there. We laughed about it later, and it was a really cute moment. It didn't occur to me then, but I believe those mice were sent by God to illustrate how we, what we had been talking about that week. No matter how far we go astray or how many times we get lost, God will come back for each and every one of us. I find enormous comfort in the fact that I have someone as infinite as God supporting me. No matter how many mistakes I make, God will make sure that I find my way back into the fold. That is the little bit of wisdom that I brought back from Omaha. Good morning. My name is Espy Lemon, and I'm a freshman at East. This summer, I had the opportunity to go on a mission trip to Omaha with Village. This trip meant a lot to me for a number of reasons, the first being that this was my first real mission trip with Village. Granted, I had gone on the three-day local mission trip in 2019, but this was different. By the end of this trip, I had not only gotten closer with everyone that was there, but I also gained a new outlook to always focus on the positives and keep going despite the hardships. I learned this multiple times throughout the trip, such as the morning of the second day when we went to Omaha Street School in North Omaha. This is an alternative high school for at-risk teens to prepare them for adulthood. They give each student, or as they like to call them champions, a fresh start each day when they walk in the building. The director that we met at the school, Charles, was probably the most energetic and positive person that I've ever met. He was so excited that we had come to help get the school ready for the upcoming school year and he was just thrilled, in general, to be, to be able to do the work for the school and for the teens. There probably could not have been a better person filling that role than Charles to motivate everyone there and teach others about the mission of the school. That afternoon, we went to a neighborhood that was affected by the flooding that happened about a year prior. In this neighborhood, one of the house's garages were completely flooded and all the things inside were ruined. Because of the damages to the house, the homeowner had to move out and but one of the other neighbors, Mrs. Smith, decided to help by clearing out the property so they could move back into this house. We helped clear out a part of the garage that we learned had more than five feet of flooding. It was filled with homeowners' belongings, which were ruined from the water and mud that and had to be discarded. It felt surreal to be rummaging around in someone's home and their things, only to sort their possessions and throw them away. Mrs. Smith was helping to fix up some other houses as well so the homeowners could move back into the homes. I admire that even though it seemed like an impossible test, she rose to the occasion for her neighborhood. Finally, my outlook was changed when we went to a food and clothing bank the last morning that we were there. As we walked in, there was a line of people waiting outside to be open. Our group paraded through the, through the line and went in and 
to, be go, to go in and early to do orientation and begin the work they had for us, sorting through tons of clothing donations and restocking the store. The experience opened my eyes to everything that I've been blessed with in this life and the privilege for, it was for me to be in the position to serve others. Once the store opened, items were quickly purchased off the shelves and we hurried to refill them so more donated items could be refilled and customers could get what they needed. As I reflect on my experiences in Omaha, I can see that my outlook was changed not only because of the work we did, but because my eyes were open to God's wisdom through it. Wisdom that God's blessings are all around us. Sometimes they exist through others, sometimes through action, and sometimes through us. We just have to keep going through life, focus on the positives, and seek God's heavenly wisdom through it all. Thank you. Good morning. My name is Ella Hands, and I'm a senior at Shawnee Mission East. This summer, I had the amazing opportunity to visit Montreat, North Carolina for a week-long youth conference, a village youth tradition. To be honest, I had kind of forgotten I signed up before the summer. All of my summer plans and the stress of my upcoming senior year had taken over my mind. I showed up to the church at 6.30 in the morning when we were, we were set to leave. I had a wave of nerves come over me. What would this trip entail? What is the point of this? But I kept a positive outlook and got in the van to embark on our 14-hour road trip east. I was so nervous for the trip in the beginning. What if I miss my friends and family? What if I don't connect with anyone I meet? On my first day, we met up in our small groups, groups, from youth, groups of youth from all over the country, and all of us from village were in different ones. I took a look around at the people, and it was a weird feeling. I hadn't met that many new people at once in a long time. At the beginning, it was definitely awkward, but eventually we opened up, and some of the people I met, I will never forget. Meeting all these new people from different places had me thinking about the people in my own life at home. I was thinking about all the things I had taken for granted. At home, life gets in the way sometimes, and I've always struggled with taking the time to let, pe let the people in my life know how grateful I am for them. I tend to get caught up in my own head about my own problems. During one of the Montreat sermons, the pastor said something about thanking God even when things in your life aren't going right. That you don't just thank God every time something good happens. Gratitude is one of the best skills you can have, and taking time to remember all of the wonder thing, wonderful things God has put in your life is so important. So I was sitting in my back home group, these amazing people I had the privilege of living with and working on my faith with, and I realized that God always had a plan for his people. I sought wisdom from God in that moment and took the time out of my life to thank God for the opportunity to be there and for all the amazing people and experiences that surrounded me. If this year has taught me anything, it's that life is precious and it's important to make the most out of it, even when it doesn't seem to be going your way. Coming back down to earth, even with the stress and sadness of life can hold, is important too. We can't live in the alter alternate reality of Montreat forever. When I got back from Montreat, my eyes had opened up to all the amazing opportunities I had in my life. I took into account how I should show gratitude to my friends and family. God gave me the wisdom to see all of the amazing things about life. Learning how to express gratitude and share love with people is so important, not only for the people in your life, but for yourself. 
When you choose gratitude, a weight is lifted off your shoulders. When you choose gratitude, life is beautiful. Starting my senior year of high school a couple weeks ago, a weird feeling came over me. It was a mixture of sadness and hope for the future. I've decided to focus on hope. Thank you for listening to this week's sermon at Village Presbyterian Church. Learn more about us at villagepres.org. And we invite you to join us again next week.